0: Okay, so this is how the 24th became the 25th, I guess. This is what was going to be the Malinic Hour yesterday on Caxton Radio. And I thought I would just put together a brief recording, highlighting what we were going to talk about yesterday. We didn't do it yesterday because there was a power failure in the studio, as happens in uh, this part of the the world quite frequently. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, so we were going to talk about random stuff, and uh, one of the things I was going to bring bring to light was the, th- the previous week we were talking about Murray Walker dying, and three days later, Sabine Schmitz died, and that was on the 16th, and from 51, or some type of cancer. I have no, no idea of the details, and... Have no real inclination to find out all the details. It makes no difference and um, but I thought it was fairly poignant. Um, she was arguably one of the most famous female racing drivers in history. I think always smiling and bubbly and enthusiastic, quite like Murray actually and that was I found that quite interesting. just wondering if there's a bit of a conspiracy going on here. Do they know something we don't? Um, Yeah, seriously though Quite a loss for motor racing Anyway, this is not the motor racing show But I also was going to talk about The ridiculous price of engine spares Um, I'm rebuilding my sister's car engine Well, Michael and I are doing that A little Suzuki Swift And it seems as though we live in the society Where everything is disposable you know, you phone around for car spares and you can't get them. And you're told, no, only the agent. And this was not the case in days gone by. People were actually interested in fixing things, actually repairing things. I guess this ties somehow into um, the whole Apple right to repair situation that's going on. There's, there's big nonsense going on in the States about that. I think it's still going on in the States. That certainly was a few months ago where... People were protesting About not being able to fix their phones And I guess it's pretty much the same With With motors Motor vehicles Where If something goes wrong with the engine Well they And I think it's the The manufacturer Has basically formed this approach of Well we can't fix it Just throw it away It's cheaper Maybe If you live in The states Or the Europe, or maybe that's the case, but it's ridiculous that I can't buy spares, and we're not talking about a whole complex thing here, we're talking about some timing chain guides, a timing chain a gasket set, and four sets of rings, and some some bearings, some big ends and mains, and those of you that know about engines, you'll appreciate that that's not it's not like the whole recipe, you know, so, but I can't buy that for less money than I can buy an imported used engine from Japan it's ridiculous and of course when you talk to the dealer about that the supplier of the motor vehicle they just throw their hands up in the air and they shrug they've got no real interest in in it. they're quite happy to limit your options to buying a new thing from them it's kind of sad and aggravating But it's kind of sad that society has moved into this area of replace rather than repair, especially if the thing being repaired is repairable and still can serve a good purpose without consuming more resources. I mean, it's nice to have nice new stuff, but I think we should be realistic, you know. Anyway, we were going to talk about uh, acceptable language in social media, and that it seems that expletives have become the norm. And the question was really, is it is it that people are too lazy to use the correct words, or have they, or are they just happy to behave this way because everyone sees it as acceptable? So we were going to talk about that, but I think we'll talk about that um, next week. No, no, not next week. There's no show next week. Paul's Paul's away, and I'm tied up on Wednesday. So. Um, there won't be a show next week, but the week after, I think we'll tackle that. And we had the other night on on the Malonicour group, we had a a discussion, uh, one of the a voice a voice chat on the group, and I extracted a piece of that chat, and we'll play that because it's it's relevant to this. Yeah. Anyway, we'll chat about that in the next two weeks or so. And then something that I started talking about The previous week Last week was that Lakefield video And that I stuck up on the group And that was doing the rounds where there are For those of you that didn't see it I'll just sort of set the the context of it There's a drinking establishment in a suburb of Bernardi, And for those of you that don't live in the province or in the country that that's a it's a small suburb a fairly affluent suburb actually of uh, the town where we live Benoni town city I suppose it should be or it used to be I don't know if it actually classifies as is classified as that anymore but anyway so there's a drinking establishment uh, in the suburb and um, it seems to be frequented by young humans humans Let's call them that I'm hesitant to call them people When you look at how they behave um, It's actually quite disgusting But This place seems to have A regular occurrence of People out in the In the parking area Fighting Because they are drunk And being stupid And everybody wants to uh, i don't know prove prove who the hell they think they are, and the question I raised at the time was, what are the authorities actually doing about this? Why has the situation been allowed to get to the point where this is a regular thing because this is not this is not a you know once once a month thing or a once a year thing or some flash in the pan this is this is a a weekly occurrence, probably multiple times, and um it's basically swept under the rug and people deny it well rather than deny it, they probably avoid it. those people that are are associated with it the parents of the children and uh the i would i've not spoken to them personally, but I would suggest the owners of the establishment. The fact that the owners of an establishment will allow this type of behavior to occur right outside their place of business, that to me, with regularity, that to me means that it's acceptable. They find it acceptable. And that I find highly questionable. Why would somebody want to willingly allow young people, and they are, they're basically children young people to behave in such a despicable manner why would somebody actually willingly allow that More, moreover why would the authorities allow that why would the people that allow the trade of liquor to occur why would they allow that to continue is it that it's more important to sell alcohol is it that it's not actually a concern for them there are lots of questions and i think that they're they're relevant and then of course the other regulatory authority and the one that should police public behavior or behavior, behavior of of people and or bad behavior of people in public the, the police the police service why has this not been clamped down on uh, harshly the the effect of allowing people to behave badly the long term effect of allowing people to behave badly is more bad behavior so why would that be allowed is it intentional I think that's a relevant question because we see this type of behavior happening all over the country we see people rioting and looting and just behaving badly shooting out in public we see (laughs) we see we see firearms being taken away from police personnel we see police personnel not defending themselves. Now, that speaks volumes about the culture of acceptance that we have in the country. It speaks volumes about the, where, where people are psychologically, as a whole, as a culture in the country. So, these are some important questions. And I think one of the things that's very relevant is that if the questions are number one, if they're not asked and secondly if they are not answered then if that to me means that there is an active move to avoid or deny that the issue exists. And I find that quite concerning at a societal or cultural level that we should be so We, obviously, that's a generalization, because there are a number of us that are well capable of actually tackling the problem and and dealing with it effectively. But that as a whole, the people that are supposedly empowered to deal with these problems and rectify the course of the society and, and change the culture and make it effective, the fact that they are not doing something about it actively or more aggressively... That to me means that that it's intentional. Either you can basically break it down into two things, and that is that it's intentional and that the people that are allowing this behavior to manifest itself want anarchy, they want chaos, and they want things to be ungovernable so that they can then apply... Extreme force in order to achieve what they want And that approach is highly questionable I find in itself So it's either that Or that they are completely delusional And are in absolute denial about the long-term effect Of what's been going on in fact, it's not even the long-term effect. It's now its now the reality. We've gotten to a point where the lack of addressing the problem in the past, in the, in the last decades, is now coming home to roost. It's now becoming, we are seeing the reality of this lack of dealing with the problem. It's not a problem that's going to go away anytime soon, because we can talk about it, I guess, at length. But trying to effect some change with the system Um, The way it is broken And uh, as as inaccessible as it is To people that can actually Or that do actually seem interested in Solving the problem Because they, they recognize the problem The ability for those people to access the system And to actually change things Seems to be denied at just about every juncture And that in itself is very questionable So this is a bit like The dog biting its own tail here And you do wonder Well, I certainly wonder what the intention behind it all is Now I've explored that for a long, long time And I cannot come up with a positive reason for allowing this type of negative behavior to occur in our society I don't think that there are enough like-minded people Thinking people in the country That are interested in actually finding a solution other than for themselves and maybe that's the answer maybe maybe that's the thing is to actually be ultimately selfish absolutely selfish and look after your own patch and that's that what happens outside happens outside although I don't believe that that can actually have a, a good ending either there's got to be some solution in between and I know I'm rambling on here about this and it's going around in circles. Well, it probably will end up going around in circles. But uh, this the behavior, or rather the, the result of the symptom, um, seems to be common across the board in the country. Those people that might have a chance of uh, discussing the issue and finding a solution and putting it forward and implementing it. Those people seem to be concerned with self constantly. There are multiple groups that I belong to where some of the stuff is discussed. And invariably, it always gets back to people's own uh, individual outlook on it. and, And that, of course, is tainted by Their ability to think broadly In in broad societal terms It seems to be a constant thing Where people are interested Primarily in their agenda Rather than putting forward suggestions that will provide some type of an answer or, or rather some type of a solution I wonder if that's because they think or that they know subconsciously I wonder if that's because they know that the tipping point was reached long ago and we are sort of beyond the point of actually saving it I wonder if it's that the general subconscious sentiment out there is that the whole thing must actually collapse the wheels must fall off and I can associate with that thinking I understand how that might be a real thing I can understand how people can see that there is no solution to, to it and I'm saying people here and anyone listening to this needs to get this into their heads this is black, white you know, colored, Indian, green, purple, blue it doesn't matter what color you are or where you come from if you find that this behavior is acceptable and that the, the the way in which our society seems to be working at the moment, I'm talking about South Africa specifically. I'm talking about the liberal sort of socialist outlook and our ridiculously allowing constitution and that, that's an argument all on its own. And there are some positives to it. But there are also some negatives. But if you allow everyone to just wallow in the fact that they can do anything with impunity, then where do we end up as a society? As a, What are we trying to achieve culturally? We already are well aware of the fact that you can't throw everybody in the same box and paint them with a nice rainbow paintbrush. That doesn't work. And there are people uh, across the world who know this and there are people in fact I watched a I watched a very interesting video some time back based on on exactly this in the UK where one of the original architects of a a politician at the time a fellow called Trevor Phillips I think his name was, black man. Who was one of the original architects of trying th- them in the UK, trying to implement racial change and acceptance, and everyone living together and being happy, and all of this, has now come out with the realization that actually, you know, people of, you know, people gather towards people that are like themselves you might be forced to work with somebody that has a different skin tone to you but chances are you're not going to associate with that person after work and that uh, he, he highlights the point that there are big sections of London if he stands on a hill you can look over there and see that that's all Pakistanis and you look over there you can see that that's, all, that's where the Turks live and, and you look over there and that's where all the Jews are and you look over there that's where all the black people are and uh, it's a very it's a very relevant point and it's ex- there's no difference the world over there's no difference between that and here for instance where you have people of like mind generally like mind same core sort of values and morals you have those people gathering together they tend to tend to associate with each other because that's what they find acceptable they are comfortable with people of like mind now, why is that so difficult to actually accept, why is it so difficult for the politicians to understand this that, you know I don't speak Zulu I'm not going to live in a a place that's populated with people that speak Zulu because, uh, well number one, it's my choice, but how how do i go forward in life with that you know i would rather surround myself with people that are of like mind and that i can have what i consider conversations with that are meaningful and constructive and try and do that type of thing now i use zulu as a as as a random example it could be anything it could be you know Pakistanis it could be it could be anyone but why should I be thrown in a pot with everybody and expected to behave nicely with everyone that's not the reality that's not how humans behave as a group there are examples of that through history as well something else that stems from this is and I think I've mentioned this before is the size of communities and you know groups of people that gather together we have a an interesting anomaly now where online you have thousands, hundreds of thousands, millions of people that are pretending to be like each other and associate with each other. And in the past it's not been like that at all. In the past it's been groups of a hundred or one hundred and fifty people in a small community gathering together and, you know, deciding that there's a direction that they all find acceptable and they try and work in that direction and develop themselves and you know make life easier and the psychological impact of the internet and people's propensity for wanting to gather in numbers and there's there's a there's an interesting reason I think behind that where self-esteem and that type of thing comes, if if self-esteem is actually a thing, but that type of thing comes into it where people are constantly looking for acceptance because they have been programmed to not, number one, accept themselves. So we have that situation. So psychologically, en masse, it is a somewhat dire situation as well. And things are not realistic. And for all the good that the internet can do it's being I'm not sure if it's if it's been manipulated into this point or if it's just kind of taken on this negative nature of its own because of the way people behave and when they lose their way when they don't make good decisions then it ends up as, as this type of thing where random stuff happens people make very short term decisions and then the wheels start falling off Anyway, I'm kind of going around in circles here, and you know, exploring various facets of of the problem. And like I've said in the past, this is a multifaceted problem. And I'm actually the more I the more I think about it, I'm the more I am at odds to actually even grasp the magnitude, the entire magnitude of the problem. I'm not sure that we have evolved mentally to the point where we can analyze the entire problem to look at the degree and the complexity of the problem is is an enormous undertaking and it's almost one of those things that starts hurting your brain it's like it's it's like looking at uh, a rubik's cube with nine million sides to it and 64 million colors in some instances, in some terms It's it's unfathomable And I wonder if that in fact is The situation that's leading to Stupidities like in the parking lot With these stupid children being drunk and fighting And the authorities doing nothing And the parents not caring about the behaviour Of course, ultimately The parents should be to blame I mean, they've not instilled in their children Values that will allow them to behave differently Or would make them behave differently Yeah, a million questions I'm not sure that our brains are Able to bite off this much And actually process it I'm not sure that we've evolved To be able to deal With the size of the problem That we seem to have created Anyway So, while that might all sound A little bit depressing um, It probably matches the mood of the weather Which is uh, rather <laughs> Rather rather bleak outside It's windy and blustery And somewhat wet but I think I'm going to stop this here and um, if you get something from it, that's great. I'd I'd like some comments on it if you would uh, be so kind as to comment on it on the group either with a text message or a voice note either or. It's great. And we will continue this, or I will continue this at some stage in the next couple of days and uh, we can kind of go from there. If you've got any thoughts about it, let me know. I'm always interested in exploring other people's opinions because that's what allows me to sort of gauge gauge my time here whether it's being well spent or at this point in time and space have I actually reached the point of or am I able to apply clear thought to things or is what I'm coming up with merely limited by my life experience so if you have got some thoughts on that let me know I'd be very interested in hearing them and look out as well for another voice chat on the telegram group join in with that cuz it's always fun to have more people doing that i'll uh, i'll try and actually set a date and time for that in the next couple of days so that you've all got a bit of a heads up and you've got you know you've got some warning and you can then actually join in and it'll be great to have more more voices throwing more ideas into the pot until then i i hope your day improves Not that it's going badly, I just hope it improves. Ciao.